we're back. back. Welcome to Stuck in a Corner on March 26th, year of our Lord, 2022. Make up your own holiday day. No way. Yeah, dude. Okay, here we so, go. So, like, off the rip, go ahead and introduce yourself and what would your holiday be today if you could make it any holiday? Hey, everybody. I'm Dade Robison. Uh... And my holiday is uh, Pizza Smell Day. Pizza <laughs> Smell Day. Is it yeah. it smells like pizza? Uh, it's because I'm riding those sweet pizza waves, baby. Yeah. Pizza waves. I'm very excited for the pizza cooking in the studio tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to think. I couldn't remember the Japanese word for hello. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. I am Samurai Abraham Lincoln. It's nice to have you in the studio tonight, Samurai Abraham Lincoln. What day would you make it if you could make it any day? Traffic cone hat day. Traffic cone hat day. Mm. Men at work. Danger men at work. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It's... Danger men at work. <laughs> uh, who does the safety dance? Is that Minute Work? I think that's no. Work. Okay. That is, who is Minute Work? We can dance if you want to. Oh, I already did that joke, actually. Copyright your friends. I think I did that one, like, two weeks ago. My, <laughs> it was only last week. Oh. <laughs> Men Without Hats, actually. Men Without Hats. Men Without Hats. Men Without Traffic Cones on their head. Mm. Is, maybe I'm thinking of Devo. I really, wear traffic cones. They I wear do Devo confuse hats. Devo with uh, Men Without Hats, though, which is odd because Devo does wear hats. And who does um, Down Under? The, uh, I don't know. I uh, come from the land Down Under? Yeah. I don't know who does that. Um, uh, I'm Googling things again. <laughs> Uh, because I know it's uh, it's men at work. Okay, so men at work. Men without hats. Men at work and Devo. Is men at work also the one who does the the, the tally banana song? No. Who does tally banana? I think that might um, be a folk song of some type. It really just feel like just a work chant. I don't know. Did I introduce myself? Maybe. I don't or know. Did I introduce the show. Uh, I think you introduced I the show. I think I introduced the show. I'm Fox Evans. Hello. And I would make today National Stuck in a Corner Day. And part of it is everybody has to listen to Stuck in a Corner on this day. Like it's on every radio station. It's on every TV channel. Netflix won't let you do anything until you listen to at least five minutes of our show. <laughs> I, I would I love want. to see how the, the... That's how we become hated oligarchs. <laughs> the Stuck in a Corner Hulu integration works. Do we have cameras on us now? Like, no. it's a national holiday? It's just a black screen still. I don't know. I don't want um, 300 million or 7 billion people watching me. That's why I said it's just a black screen. We can have someone animate us. I don't want them listening to me either. Sorry, I should have, I should have been more specific. <laughs> so That's you don't too many people. Observe. We'll, we'll uh, hire someone to both act as your body double and dub your lines. <laughs> so we'll do the episode beforehand, and then somebody will we'll pull all of your audio out. We'll have to do this in separate audio booths so that we can, like, get no, some no, audio No, it can be, like, types. impractical uh, jokers where they've got a wire and I'm feeding them lines and they're, like, acting as me in this moment. Uh, That's actually what I've been doing this whole time. Hi, Stand up and slap him in the face. <laughs> ah, God. Ah, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I was hoping. I hope that sound got picked up by the microphone. I did slap myself in the I face. I heard the microphone. <laughs> so, yes. So, uh, I went on a really weird, like, YouTube, not YouTube, but, like, Wikipedia uh, hole today. Oh, I love um, those. Because, like, I was interested if, like, tic-tac-toe had specific moves with names like chess does i you know what does it i need to know now <laughs> it kind of does but like there's no like are you kidding me the tetris pieces have names but they do isn't what is it the tetris pieces or the pac-man ghost that one of them is named clyde uh pac-man ghost petition to make the orange piece in, te in tetris also so, named clyde just so you know there are 91 distinct positions where of of like letter of x's and zeros where x can be one there are 44 distinct positions of x's and zeros where o can win but there are only three distinct positions where you can get a cat there are only three possible cat scratches mm-hmm Wow. And I, how, yeah. I think I've gotten some so many times. For how often tic-tac-toe seems to be unwinnable. No, like those, th but there's only those, th whenever you get a cat, you're going to get one of three configurations yeah. to get a cat. That's just wild. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, okay, so tic-tac-toe has been being played since, like, ancient Egypt. They have found, um, uh, what are the ampersands or hashtags? Not ampersands, um, what are they called? Pound, 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 pound signs. Yeah. Uh, tic-tac-toe marks, they found them scratched into, uh, like, slate and, like, roof tiles. Oglethorpes. All the way back to Egypt. And in Rome, it was actually played, uh, it was called um, Three Pebbles at a Time, or... Terry Lapoli. Terry, it was called Terry. But see, here's the thing. Telling. You only have three pieces. So after you've played your third piece, if you haven't won, you move one of your pieces that's already on the board. That's different. That's a lot different. That's, a lot that's different. wildly different. And I kind of want to play that game. I would love to play that. Because I feel like that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. Did you ever play um, a board game that had four different color teams and you walk around a board uh, trouble? with like four maybe? Sorry. Like a different... Is there a thing in the middle? No. You press and a die goes. It's a square Stop. board, not trouble. I know trouble. It's a square board, four colors. The uh, pads are also colored. Is it sorry? Is, like, it might be what's, what sorry is based on. I can't remember what it's called. Is it the one, like, on the path, are there four like paths that go into the center of the board? Yeah, and getting I your pieces there like is a win, and you have to get all four of your pieces. Yeah, I think that's sorry. Oh, okay. It's either sorry or a game based heavily on sorry. I see, I see. Um, I that it's called sorry. Well, so it's like whenever you, you can do things like uh, move somebody, you can switch places with somebody on the board, and it's like, sorry. sorry. This game was made in the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play Clue. Never played Clue. You You've never played Clue? I love Clue. I and like I love the, the movie Clue. I'd like to play Clue with a group of people who like role-playing. <laughs> and I'd like to, or honestly, I'd like to do a mystery yeah, dinner. Yeah, I was about to say, you just want to have a murder mystery. There's a, a, mystery there's a murder mystery dinner place in Arlington, because I was thinking, my sister was thinking about going to it for her birthday. We can do this. I this, this Google how to do a murder mystery party. <laughs> I will also dress in costume to play Clue, because I would one love my, any uh, fancy excuse to get all dressed up. One of my older mates uh, came into me like in a rush one day. He was like, hey, hey, uh, I need to borrow your clothes. And I'm like, huh? you're like twice my size. Why do you need to borrow my clothes? And he's like, because I'm going to a murder mystery party and I'm playing a rock star and your clothes just look like rock stars. I was like, fine, go into my closet like you won <laughs> go ahead you you could have said almost anything else and i would have said no but you, saw, you said the one thing <laughs> i would love to do a murder mystery night i feel like I've always wanted to do a murder mystery. um i would not be able to commit to it i might get scared i would have so much fun 
it has to be it has to be very goofy. If you wa- we will watch Clue and then you will learn that oh this is fine. <laughs> the movie? Sorry. I, lo- I love the movie Clue. There's a movie about Clue? Yeah, it's based on the game and they do it justice. Is it kind of like that Adam Sandler movie that we watched with uh, Jennifer? No, it's infinitely better. Oh, is it, <laughs> it Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston. So How could you forget? Because you love Jennifer I do love Jennifer Aniston, but like, sometimes I want to say Lawrence, even though I know that's not her name. Uh, because <laughs> that's, that's a completely just, different person. It is different, but they're both Jennifers and they're both famous. Anyways, um, uh, it's Jennifer. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston are... Uh, they're, they're a married couple and uh, one of Adam Sandler's a cop and he keeps lying to his wife about passing the detective's exam and because he so he's not getting a raise but she's like where's the money if you're a detective and he's like I'm going to take you on vacation that I can't afford to uh-huh. show you that I have this actual job so they end up on a plane like going overseas and Jennifer Aniston while Adam Sandler is snoring meets this really rich hot guy and he invites them to come on their yacht and then on this yacht with a bunch of billionaires a clue happens <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> a clue happens a clue <laughs> now that movie's closer to like the hilarity of clue but it's like if you if you un like unblessedly mashed knives out and that together. I really like that movie. Adam Sandler does a good job of playing characters that you're supposed to not like even after they get their redemption arc. It makes me worry about the likability of him as a person. We were talking about Adam Sandler movies today. We were talking about uncut gems because we were talking, because, um, this is how I win. Nothing about the actual rest of it. Also, because someone asked if we could custom make a grill for them. Turns out, technically, yes, my work can make custom grills for people, which is like a great thing to file away in my brain. You got a discount? I do get a discount. Mm. I do get a discount. I don't know when and I don't know how much, but I do get a discount and I am filing this information away for later. But we were just talking about the like jewelry store part in uncut gems. Nothing about the rest of the movie, just the jewelry pieces. I've never, and seen, I work with, I don't, I've never seen it either. The only thing I know is like there's a giant gold Furby necklace, and it's like I work with a bunch of nerds. I would like to, have, so I don't like jewelry, like as a typical, like I don't like to wear it because it's just oftentimes it gets in the way, it feels excessive. And Save for piercings. It, it, I mean, piercings, they don't like, they're not around your neck, like yeah, dangling, yeah. they're not on your fingers getting caught on stuff. But I would like to have some gigantic piece of body jewelry, just like one day whenever I'm rich, because. It'd be like SpongeBob, but I'm like at a diamond. gold uh, diamond encrusted Furby right now. Mm-hmm. Is that something you would be interested in? Probably, probably, probably. <laughs> oh, speaking of Furbies, uh, oh. when are we gonna make a Furby like creature demon? Like a, like a long Furby? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to taxidermy. You can learn. I will learn. It's not really taxidermy though, is it? It's just so weak. <laughs> it is. It's it's um it's unholy like taxidermy, but like way worse. Honestly, I'm picturing it in my mind, and I know exactly how I could do this. Clockwork taxidermy. I can imagine. I have sewn with fake fur before enough to where I am skilled enough at sewing it. Ah! <laughs> enough where I am skilled enough at doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confident that I can make a fake Furby, like a fake long Furby. Oh, okay. So new business proposition: counterfeit Furbies. I can do the uh, inner. We have to stop talking about it right now because oh, right. it's counterfeit. Yes, um, I'm p- completely really? legit Furbies. <laughs> what makes a Furby? Is it the internal? Is it's it... the soul of a child trapped inside the uh, husk, the mechanical husk, ah. the clockwork demon? Well, so while we ponder exactly what makes up a Furby, I want to go ahead and jump into some music because I think our pizza is ready and I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> Me too. Uh, can I, while you pull up the song, tell you what the names of the Tetris blocks are? Yeah, go for it. Orange Ricky, Blue Ricky. Cleveland Z, Rhode Island Z, Hero, Tiwi, and Smash Boy. Smash Boy, Smash Boy, Smash Boy, Smash Boy. You can uh, ponder which is which uh, as we listen to... Is Smash Boy the square? Yes. Ha ha, Fox. And now, listen to Grow by Marble Girl as we do a little mute. Unmute. If you're listening to this on Spotify or any other podcasting platform, you won't hear the music that we just mentioned. So go ahead and check that out on Spotify. SoundCloud.com slash stuck in a corner. That's SoundCloud.com slash stuck in a corner. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and share us with your friends. Uh, Back to the show. And And we're we're back. back. Aw. That was so short. It's like you punched me. Did I? <laughs> like verbally. When did I punch you? Dade, I've been sitting in this chair the whole time. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> That's derivative. I'm going to need you to come down. I'm going to need you to come back down. What if I was here? I, okay, so I need you to post that video on the um, feed, on the second corner feed. Yeah. Gotcha. It's funny. It is one of the most... It made more sense than that other video that I showed you. Um, with the <laughs> yes, guys. it did. Like, sm- smell this again. Smell this. I have two buckets of fish based in my, the trunk of my car. We're going to go there and stick our heads in it. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I can tell that you're like... You've had experiences and that you're like all about living life to the fullest, man. I can't believe he talked that man into going to his car. Hey, guys, listening to a random stranger on the internet, right? Take my advice, random stranger on the internet. Do not go to a secondary location with people that you don't know, especially not whenever it's to the trunk of a car to stick your head in fish paste. I'm so lost. <laughs> I'm going to show you the video and then you'll, you'll be just as lost. And okay. then you can come back here using um, your time turner and like interact with us in this space. I see. Because you'll have context All for I it. All I think yeah. about is that surrealist uh, video of that girl who tends to fall down. <laughs> I love her. I love what she has done. I think she's the next future film director. How can I help you today? I think she's the next Guillermo del Toro and James Cameron. <laughs> There's just a musician on TikTok um, and she has Tourette's and they make the videos um, with her uh, just going about her life and everything and it's she's very conscious of the fact that she's doing these things but she can't stop it and yeah. it's just I love seeing her reactions and like the things that she does and says and like then seeing the amazing and beautiful music that they make as well like uh, it's a perfect generation of like imperfect people can still make yeah beautiful beautiful things, things yeah. yeah but like I don't know. It's just a thing. It's just a thing that people can have. Yeah. No. Uh, absolutely. And it's just. Did you have a name for the artist? I can't remember her name. Ah, it's uh, I mean, it, TikTok videos. They just like come and go so quickly. Mm-hmm. I like the things that I like so that I can come back to them. So that TikTok is like, oh, okay, you want to see this? Well, I don't actually have TikTok. I just see TikTok videos on Facebook because I'm old. <laughs> Facebook is bad. I'm sorry. Meta is bad. Meta is bad. Yeah, Hot take. Not really. Everybody thinks that Meta is bad. 
I'm surprised that they think their whole metaverse thing is like what people want. I they know that people like VR spaces because like I remember VR Among Us was a big thing. VR chat is doing. Oh yeah, I would play the hell out of the VR Among Us. But like <laughs> the fu- but like the joy of VR chat is people will just dress up as whatever the fuck they want, not people. Who goes on a VR space to look like yourself? I would painstakingly model myself to put myself into a VR space. Here's the thing, if that's what you want to do, that's great. Not everyone wants to do that. I know. I, I feel like they saw the episodes of Black Mirror where it worked. <laughs> like 8 Million Merits or whatever? Or the, yeah, and whatever the name of the episode is. Yeah, and 4 Million Credits. The one where the guy goes on TV. It's like and episode all cycling two. And, like it's yeah. like episode two of Black Mirror. They saw that and they saw how successful it was in the TV show. And they're like, oh, bro. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. You don't remember? No. I remember the one where you get like a bunch of points and then that can affect your entire social life and then that woman ends up being a trucker. Oh, uh, I remember that part. Downswing or something like that? Downvote. Um, it's the one where people are like rating each other with their phones. Oh, excuse me. Everyone has their own Yelp page. Yeah. <laughs> Personalized Yelp reviews. Uh, there was one uh, that I was watching <laughs> where um, they, it's like a, you have this thing and it tells you when you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and like you go and, you're, and like you're in, and it tells you when the relationship is done and you move on to the next relationship. But if you look at the device for how long is left, until the relationship ends, it speeds up. It can shorten, or, it can, yeah. or it can change. Yeah. So, yeah. like, uh, you could be with somebody that you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life, but if you look at it, it goes to like 15 minutes. And then you have to separate that's because it. that's the way the world works. I remember that. And I thought, it, I think it was that. And then that entire world was just a simulation. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember what the, the twist is? Because then it was a dating app. Yeah. Just like, what? And that's how they were performing matches. I think like so. Yeah. Running like millions of simulations of how they would interact and deciding, like, determining how many of those actually work out, how many of them break the simulation. You guys got to watch Free Guy. Yeah. It was really, uh, the parts of it that I saw were really good. I would like to watch it. It's very good. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds makes the best movies, and you can fight me on that. He makes very fun movies. I feel like he pours his own money into it because, like, the graphics and the CGI and all that, all that stuff, like, is I mean, me. so much better than it is in like other movies of the same quality or caliber. Dude's rich and owns Mint Mobile. Like, he's I, a famous actor. Yeah, Mint I, Mobile. Yeah, Mint Mobile and like a gin company. It's like a, it's like a banking app. Huh? Yeah. Is it? I thought it was a no. It's a phone wireless. Is it? Yeah. I don't it's know. a mobile phone company. Yeah. It's fifteen dollars a month for uh, a line. That's not bad. Yeah. No. Uh, but I don't know what they're. You know, the rest of their rates like, are like yeah. their death, their data, or whatever. Their death rates. Yeah. I'm not going to go over the coverage or plans on Stuck in a Corner. No. This is Stuck in a Corner where we do not have a sponsorship from, what was it called? Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile. Mint Ryan Mobile. Reynolds. We would like to have a sponsorship from Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds and Mint Mobile. And Aviation Gin. That'd be cool. I I've never tried Aviation Gin. I wanted, I would like to try it. Aviation Gin? Yeah, that's, that's, his, that's his gin company. I, I thought you were saying Jim. Honestly, like, I did too. G-Y-M. I was like, okay, like Goldbond? No. Like, no, it's Aviation Gym, J-I-M, the new <laughs> Earthworm Gym. Oh, Earthworm Gym. Earthworm Gym flies a plane now. Earthworm Gym's arch nemesis, Aviation Gym. It's a bird. Aviation James. <laughs> Aviator James. There you go. That's it. Aviator James is Earthworm Jim's arch nemesis. And uh, we're creating this IP uh, to be copyrighted. Oh, uh, TMCR? Can we do that? I don't know. Okay, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of movies that were TMCRing, I'm, I'm Samurai Abraham Lincoln, and I would like to tell you the story behind my name. Okay. All oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so the fact, so Samurai and Abraham Lincoln were around at the same time for a very short period of time. Because the Samurai cast, I'm looking at my information right now because I have the same. Okay, Samurai were officially abolished as a cast in Japanese society during the Meiji Restoration in 1867. The first fax machine was the printing telegraph invented in 1843, and Lincoln was assassinated in 1865. So there was a 22-year window in which a Samurai could have sent a fax to Abraham Lincoln. But, okay, yes, but here's my idea for two separate movies, or one movie that is just incredibly long. Either, it is either a fault, like a rewritten history where Abraham Lincoln faxes Japan and is like, I need a samurai guard squad to protect me because I hear I'm going to have an assassination attempt on my life at Ford's Theater when I go with good old Mary Todd to go see, I don't fucking know, something. I don't know what he was watching when he died. I'm going to go with Fiddler on the Roof. When he, was, when he was watching Fiddler on the Roof, when Abraham Lincoln was watching Repo the Genetic Opera at the theater. Nice. Alternatively. And I want the story about the samurais that um, have to take care of Lincoln in that moment. Alternatively, a samurai who has lost his honor because he was supposed to protect Abraham Lincoln, who sent a fax to request. Oh my god! And, and then he failed, so now he has to regain his honor. But and the movie down. and the movie will end with another fax of some sort. I don't know how. He's hunting down John Wilkes Booth, and he sends him a fax, <laughs> and it shows up. Great. It prints out in his in his office, and he's like, oh, "Oh no, it can't be!" And then like his body slides in two different directions at like a lateral yeah. like I know, line. I know exactly how apart. it would go to if it was the same movie. It would go with the very beginning is a man facing off another man with a sword and a gun, and it's just the two staring at each other from like a short distance. And then it's like, and then it essentially does like a more refined version of the, yep, that's me. I bet you're wondering how I got here. And then it tells that entire story of how he lost his honor. And then the very ending scene, we come back and now we understand everything that's going on. And it ends with just John Wilkes Booth, as you said, his entire like half starts to slide apart because okay. he's been dead this entire time. <laughs> okay. But we have really, really just been experiencing the backstory. Okay, but and I think that's a great A24 film and I will I, get an Oscar. I, I have your casting for John Wilkes Booth. Who's John Wilkes Booth? Ryan Reynolds. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Why are you right? <laughs> Ben Stiller is John. Okay, either you remember Dodgeball, right? Yes, I do remember Dodgeball. Th- that guy. Go and, and either I want either. Uh, uh, fuck. What is his name from Wheel of Time? What is the What is the name of the Bond of the oh. Bond? The Bond. The Bond guard. Bond. The Bond guard. If I don't want, if it's not him to be the samurai, I want the guy who played Jason Mendoza <laughs> to be the samurai. I think have... it'd be a great role for him. Okay, I would also we could have Jason Momoa as the samurai. No. 
but he's so good. I want uh, if I'm going to have a samurai, I'm going to have it played by someone of Asian descent. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's fair. That's fair. What Jason, Jason Momoa is Pacific Islander, yeah. and those are a lot of island nations, but no. What about um, the movie where Abraham Lincoln, having previously uh, thought that the vampire hordes were slain, calls upon Japan's aid, specifically of the samurai, the shogunate, right, um, to assist him in taking down Dracula? Is this like a sequel to Abraham Lincoln, Vampire, vampire Hunter? Hunter? Yes. Yes, you know, I will also accept that. I don't remember. There is like some creature that is similar to a vampire i don't remember if it's either it's either it's the hopping ones uh it's not hmm. it's huh? not it's not Yongshi. it's um similar to a vampire yeah but they hop oh is, are you talking about like in japanese like folklore yeah like it's either japanese or chinese folklore it's a hopping vampire okay i'm so, a hopping vampire i'm a hopping vampire when so like <laughs> that would also be good but Jiangxi? like Yongshi, yeah Jiangxi. i uh, this is the film i want if i was a director that the film that i described to you that's the film i would love to see i loved Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter because I love garbage movies. Same. But like, I would love for it to be so inherently dramatic at the beginning, and then it's essentially um, Shanghai Nights type shenanigans, but also still a little gritty. And then the end is gritty as well. I'm not familiar with <laughs> Shanghai Nights. It's Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan in 1863, and that's enough. The guy who played Spike in the live-action Cowboy Bebop <laughs> could be your samurai. He would also be a good samurai. Jason Mendoza is my comedy samurai. Um, <laughs> the guy who played uh, Cowboy Bebop is also a very good cast. My first choice is the guy who played Lon. His guy who played Lon in Wheel of Time. Okay, and um, he okay. would be great. Have you seen this TV show Heroes? Yes, it's been a long time. You remember Hiro Nakamura? No. Oh man, he was like the coolest person. He was the time traveling samurai with a samurai sword. He needs to be in your samurai squad. He can be on my, Once I rewatch this man from Heroes, maybe he will move up in my in my uh, cast option list. Oh, but yeah. I do need back, I need other background samurais. Yeah. I would like the guy to have friends who possibly die along the way. You can have Hitmonkey. David Bowie, Heroes, yeah. Yes. David Bowie? What? Yeah, Slippery Heroes. Wet. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, did you look up Heroes and it came up with a song by David Bowie? I've never seen this show. It's, really it's got Hayden, uh, I think it's Hayden Pantier. Yeah, Hayden Pantier. The one um, who played Sam from Until Dawn. It's got the guy who played Spock in the movie. Okay. He's the bad guy. Oh. Um, is that no. Yes. He's the bad guy because he cuts people's brains open and steals their power. And eats them, I think. No, he doesn't that eat them. would make you a bad I'm, guy, I think. Sure. He understands how things work. And like, that's, <laughs> like that's, clocks. Like what clocks. does that mean? That's, he understands how to break a person's a, head open a, and kill them. He's a horologist. He fixes clocks. Yeah, and he'll go into... So he, There's a word for that? Yeah, horology. He'll go into the brain and figure out what part of the brain is allowing this person to have the power, and then he'll be able to unlock that part of his brain himself. Why don't just go be a neurosurgeon and make a shit ton of money? Yeah, it could be saving lives. Well, they also cover in like season four or five that he doesn't have to do that. If he just gets to know the person and like learns who they are as a person instead of cutting open their head, he can get their power that way. Oh, it's just easier. It takes less effort. Mm -hmm. Correct. Well, yeah. He does it on accident whenever that happens. He's like, oh, I can do this? Yeah, I'm still going to cut open your head. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just don't have that much room in my circle. Cost-benefit analysis. I, like... I, I'm just gonna have to cut your head open. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Just, I thought you were about to give me an excuse why you couldn't watch Heroes. I was like, I'm not telling you to watch it. It's a good show. It's it's a good show. It gets worse, but it's a good show. <laughs> it gets worse. Um, you remember my idea last week for dramatic readings? Oh God, what do you have? Of copy pasta. Uh, yes, I want to. What do you have for me now? I don't have a sound effect appropriate for for this one because I didn't uh, prepare it before I prepared the sound effect. You can just do the uh, you can just do the applause, um, and I'll be like, and now it's time for dramatic readings of copy pasta. Who's gonna? I'll take that. <clears throat> okay, give me a moment. Who's Joe? A distant voice asks. Instantly, everyone nearby hears the sound of thousands of bricks rapidly shuffling towards his location. The earth itself seemed to cry out in agony until finally the ground itself split open and a horrific creature crawled from the ground, covered in mucus and tar. Joe Mama, the creature whispered. The man cried out in pain as he disintegrated into dust and the whole world fell silent in fear. I did a little trolling, the wretched creature remarked before burrowing back into the earth. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a copypasta I have ever heard before. Yeah, heard it's a recent one. one. It's a recent one. This is good. I started at the top of the list. You know, we'll get back to the, the more memorable ones as we go. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but I'll remember my spot here by liking this copypasta. That, that was Who's Joe? Joe uh, Mama. Do, do you think you're going to get to the Down with Sis Bus thing? <laughs> I, I don't know what that you is. You don't know what that no, is? It's, it's, a, it's a made up ah. story from Dante. Stop sniffing feet. No, Dante's bit me. Him. He, Dante bit your foot? Yes. Dante, what the Hard. fuck? He hates feet. Give me that one ball. Live on stream. What a bastard. Bastard man. Oh, they're going out. They've yeah. shot Dante. Oh, God. There, I don't, there are no guns. Only water guns. Only water gun. Actually, I want to get a water gun. That would be a cute way to be like, hey, to punish your cats. It would be funny. It would be very funny. Uh, what were we literally super super. just talking about? Well, um, you know, copy pasta. Down with but, bus. Yeah. Oh, Okay, so yeah, thank you for saying that. Okay, so I used to be in this group called Weaster Hut Juniors or uh, <laughs> Cephalopod Lodge, or uh, I thought you said Weast. Like, it's had so many different iterations because it kept getting zucked. Um, and, <laughs> it's true. Well, so I was I in the group until it got problematic, and then I left the group because yeah. I got tired of like, seeing these addendums to funny posts. Yeah. So initially, there was this guy in there named Wayne, and he commented on a post where a girl had said, I just turned 19. Here's like a picture of my. What do you guys think? And he's like, Oh, you're 19, want to bang? So then, and, like the entire group decided to roast this man by making SpongeBob memes about him, and it, there's a recurring meme inside of this group where they will post a, a post from somebody outside of the group saying, "Look at this thing that I found inside of like there's this group that's trolling a guy because he's creepy," and like it'll have a like a list of all the pictures of the memes from inside of the group, and the people inside of the group will share those lists of those memes like. Hey, look, we're famous. This is so recursive, and I love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's pretty funny, though. Yeah, but I, like I said, it, it got problematic, so I got away from it. I mean, you, uh, 
It sucks because at first they were like, mm, no, we will do the right thing. And they occasionally yeah. do still do the right thing. I wasn't like, in this group though. I'm right. not in a whole lot of Facebook groups because I don't like Meta and I don't want to be on it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I just have a Facebook because sometimes I'm required to log into it in order to access Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> or play Candy Crush Saga. I don't play Candy Crush Saga. I only play that when I am at my parents' house and I have the iPad. <laughs> it's just the only social media that I've ever like had besides MySpace or like my yearbook. We should go back to MySpace. Should we? Just come. Apparently, there are people they... moving into Tumblr. Just use it. You get weird ads. I've got I... so many ads for Manscaped. <laughs> I don't want to go back to Tumblr. It's I great. Really don't. It's like so internet good. should be ours to mangle with as we please. It's like so MySpace was the best because you could change your page Is to be however. Like no. Just go to Tumblr. Yeah, why do I want to go there anymore? No, that's what I'm saying. Like we need to go back. I'm not saying. Like, oh, okay. That's what Tumblr yeah. is. Just go back to Tumblr. But I can't believe I'm saying that. Can you still HTML code your thing in Tumblr? Yes, you can. You can. You for sure can. It doesn't show up on mobile, so it doesn't matter. I mean, no, but like whatever. I don't care. Like half the memes that I see on Twitter start over there in Tumblr, and it's like I'm saying this again or Reddit. It's all just cyclical. It comes from everywhere. People it's, post things on more than one place when they make it. It's like it's like I'm sitting at a stream at the top of a mountain, watching as it also gets to the lower parts of the mountain. But like the but like the spring that I'm at is already polluted and contaminated, and I watch it get more and more polluted and contaminated as it goes down the mountain. <laughs> I'm sorry that your Tumblr sanctuary has been corrupted by it's the outside a, it's world. It's not a sanctuary. It's a hell site, and I love it. <laughs> I love my freaky little website. I love that my freaky work. little hell site. I love my twisted fucking bicycles. <laughs> you twisted fucking psychopath. <laughs> I love my twisted bicycles. I love my nightmare bicycle that gives me intense nightmares. Does your nightmare bicycle give you a plus two to nightmares? No, it gives me trauma, just like a Scarus wheel. Mm, a Scarus wheel. <laughs> a Scarus wheel. So is a Scarus wheel like a Ferris wheel? It gives you intensive like... nightmares. Okay. It's... Are the nightmares about being on the Scarus wheel? Never anything. Unsure. Yeah, unsure. Does it matter which? No. <laughs> if you had <laughs> unpublished manuscripts from authors, from an author you liked, what would you do? Depends. Like you have the only copy. Depends. So uh, I want to make copies, but I, I would get mine if I if I don't bind it myself. I will have it bound by someone, and then I will just I'll make some copies before I do that and be like, hey, I got this. So you thinking of keeping it for yourself? I'll keep like the a, first copy, yeah. yes, but then I will distribute it online. So <laughs> what I would do, because specifically there's an author who has unpublished works, mm -hmm. Brandon Sanderson, my favorite author of all time. He has three books about my favorite character inside of his universe, uh, the Cosmere, and the character's name is Hoy. <laughs> so he has three of these books that are about like his origins and everything that he will not release. So if I had those. I wouldn't release them anybody. I'd just read them and then I'd hold on to them and then I would put in my will whenever I die, then they'd be released to everybody. <laughs> How selfish. You can be the only person to be satisfied. My closest friends. <laughs> I would also go the piracy route, but I wouldn't give a shit about the book either because I don't read. Readings for squares. I'm, I'm too Put me cool. in a fucking box then because I'm square. I'm and just, I would fit. I'm just two boxes are square. SpongeBob. <laughs> nice. You know that episode of SpongeBob where there's a string at the bottom of the box? <laughs> and then it's got an embarrassing photo of SpongeBob in it. From the Christmas party? What is the photo? They, they, I think they actually show it at some do point. They? I don't do think they, they do. SpongeBob uh, lore. Yeah, come on. That's, uh, it's everyone's favorite new segment. I'm deciding that for you right now. I'm Googling things. SpongeBob lore. Inside the inner sponge. <laughs> under the pineapple sea with SpongeBob square peens. Did you, know, <laughs> did you know that all of the cells that make up a sponge are the same cell, just like slightly different? And I don't mean that quite in the same way of like human cells. I mean, yeah. it's literally the same fucking cell, <laughs> but like it's just doing something else. Yeah, their cells are like multi-purpose. Yeah, there's also like three primary styles of sponge depending upon how they filter water in the way they eat. there's like cones there's like the branching ones and then there's some fucking third one that i don't remember so i don't think they actually show the photo yeah that is fake what you were looking but at right now is there it. is whenever you <laughs> look up bad. spongebob secret box picture make sure you have the explicit filter turned on you don't want to see this there is a i mean it's not that bad I it's just that's, that's spongebob is kissing gary and gary is like wide-eyed and patrick is laughing and taking a photo and in the photo spongebob is like got this really satisfied drunk smile and gary looks traumatized yeah that's bad yeah it's really bad so I don't think that I don't know if that's the joke that they. Uh, I don't think it is apply. either. Well, then there's another one that's like claymation with SpongeBob with like ripped pants and Chucky's in the background from Rugrats. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant for no, wait, no, no, not Chucky. The it's murdering... the, one, the one from the Wild Thornberries. The the, the little. That's Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> I don't think that one's real either. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think they ever showed it. The Wild Thornberries is so sad. Is it? I never watched I Donnie's, Donnie's origin story itself is very sad. <laughs> Did they just find his child? He was raised by orangutans for a brief period of time because his parents were killed trying to protect these orangutans from poachers. Yeah, good parents. And then the orangutan, and the orangutan saw um, uh, Nigel and them. And Nigel and them were actually friends with Donnie's parents. They just don't know that he is their child. They, the orangutan saw them and was like, well, you can't stay here. There are people like you over there. Just go off. But he's a fucking child who was raised by monkeys. So, like, kind of like the Ice Age story. But more long-term. More long-term. And also, like, they did end up returning the kid in Ice Age to its actual parents. This sounds a lot like Dr. Stone. Sounds a lot like, like Dr. Horribles. I'm getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes from this, actually. <laughs> Dr. Horribles, sing along blog? Yeah, that one. That one yeah. it, it, I will say, I hate Joss Whedon and all that he is. That move, That is very good, and I do see how it can definitely lead to excellent films of great renown, such as Make a Mind. Are you talking about Dr. Horrible sing along blog? Gotcha. Who, who is the person that you hate? Joss, Joss Whedon. Who's that? The director and writer, I believe, of Dr. Horrible sing along blog, and Buffy, and several other things. Oh. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Is Neil Patrick Harris the guy who plays Mega Mind? No, that's Will Ferrell. He should have been <laughs> the guy who played Mega Mind. <laughs> I know. Neil Patrick Harris should play, like, all roles, in my opinion. No bitches? No bitches. Wait, what's apparently. The, I don't know. That's a Mega Mind meme. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. I was it like, is a Mega Mind. I thought you were just referring does, to the
Can you imitate him? Absolutely not. Oh, well, I'm sorry for trying to put you on the spot. Well, no, I just legitimately can't. I can't imitate his voice because it's like, like it's, it's partly how he talks, like not just his voice, but also like how he uses his words. Kind of like how uh, Christopher Walken, you just put a space and then you're walking. Ryan Reynolds like, really is the Neil Patrick Harris of straight men. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Wow, you're right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> and why is that? I need evidence supporting your argument. You can't just make a claim like that and then just move on. Very likable. Counterpoint. Magic Mike guy. Jenny Tatum? Yes. What about him? Replacing Ryan Reynolds. No, I think oh. I think Ryan Reynolds has become more um, renowned and well liked throughout like the general circles than Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum hasn't been really in much of the spotlight in the recent years, except for the recent movie that came out, Dog or whatever it's called. I feel like uh, I feel like Neil Patrick Harris and Ryan Reynolds have something in common where you can give them any role at all, and they will crush it. Yeah, like it doesn't matter what the role is, they will be able to do it. They also both have a slight like jokey, sarcastic, general speaking voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like just them talking; they feel kind of charming. But they still both have the ability to be sad and serious in their acting. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I, sometimes I have a hard time taking Ryan Reynolds seriously. Yeah, is part of it because uh, he has been fairly saturated in the media. No, I think like it's the he roles he takes. His moving scenes in Deadpool are like they pull at heartstrings, and like yeah, he's still like being the jokey character of Deadpool. You can't be Deadpool without making a joke. But no, I know. He still does. Not even just referring to Deadpool. Like Free Guy was also full of it. That same Ryan Reynolds esque, and so was the Adam Project. Well, I think he just likes to play that character. It's I'm easy for him to play that. Yeah, it's just easy for him to play that character. So when you have a character that's like that, it's like who's your go-to guy for this? Ryan Reynolds. And I feel like I still feel like he has the capability and range to be serious. It's just he doesn't play serious roles very often. Maybe he just doesn't want to. Yeah. He needs a uh, the lighthouse or a um. What's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? Degree, right, the lighthouse. That's Willem Dafoe and, and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yes, Cedric Diggory. Yes, yeah. you're right. Um, I need to see that film still. I want to yeah, watch that, and I want to watch The Green Knight. Uh, we should not put. Uh, the first one, I forgot the, the lighthouse on the list, though. That is not a movie I think I want to watch every year. I don't want to watch that. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Every uh, year. Keep an eye out for Hell is Eternal, the newest podcast to come out of my living room. Uh, and it should be airing on Spotify next Friday, uh, the Zeroth episode. Yeah, the Zeroth episode. What about Pixar's Planes? I'm okay with that. I don't have any veto against that. Okay. Pixar's Planes is a movie. Yeah. Um, when I was a child, and frankly still now, I always wanted to be an astronaut. Uh -huh. What I did not want to have to do Math. was, well, yes. Or use the space toilets. Yes, deal with using the bathroom in space. Never once considered that that was a possibility or a necessity. Never once thought that things could go wrong. But uh, SpaceX Journey's uh, Dragon Endeavor doesn't have any toilets. All right, so here's huh? a broken shit box. Hey, um, NASA has to like go through literal like human standards, and they had to draft those over. It does have toilets. It, they are broken. So look at that RV. <laughs> All right, and this may be the way this may be the way they do it. Okay, like this may be how it goes. But why don't it? Why, why is it not just like you poop in this box and then it closes and that box is an airlock that opens and the waste just goes? Because in zero g, you can't just point shit in a direction and have it go that way. You have to have the suction. I mean, suction. Well, that's why it's an airlock. So like, when you close it and there's oxygen in there, you open it. The vacuum of space is just gonna take your shit out. How do you poop in the box? You poop in the box. How do you make sure? And then it closes. How do you have to pressurize and depressurize it over and that, over? That'd again. be such a long time. Because like, imagine the wait time if you really have to go to the bathroom. I'm pretty sure they, for depressurization. they do it the way RVs do it. They have like a septic tank that like compresses everything. Yeah. And I know the water gets purified or the urine gets purified or something like that. I'm not sure if they drink their own pee. Did you know that um, in airplanes, like the waste that is collected, it has to, it is legally required for it to be dyed blue. Like it has to be dyed blue. Why? So um, you know it's airplane waste. So they know it is airplane waste because in extreme emergencies, the airplane will sometimes have to release it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's called like... It's called something weird. It's called like white white rain sometimes, even though it is dyed blue. But I learned that recently in a, I feel like the a podcast fuel, I listened to. That's the dump from. Uh, I feel like it's not disgusting. I feel like it's terrifying. Fucking wild. Because like imagine you're just like out in the woods. Oh, there's a bear taking a shit, and then just fuel falls on top of you. Oh, no, no, not fuel. Yeah. Human waste. Yeah, human waste. Uh, human waste is well, dyed do blue. Fuel dumps too. Like from that's now, I understand what. Yeah, that's yeah. Now I fuel I mean, like, dumps. Yeah, you can have to do a fuel dump in a plane in an emergency situation. Oh. But now I understand that you were talking about the poop in a plane. Yeah. That makes sense. So SpaceX merely just made a shitty Winnebago. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't expect anything good or like ethic or like human ethics ever considered or like taking into account the massive human engineering that has to go in part for actual NASA to have ever taken place when it was a company owned by a guy who fucking inherited a child slavery emerald apartheid mine. True. Uh, you know, I don't want to say that like the people who built the rocket underneath his like control didn't want them to have working toilets, but it is pretty nice that it failed under his project. Just because, you know, love to see an asshole take an L. Love um, to see it fail. So there's been a, oh, sorry. No, you're okay. I was just going to say uh, fuel dumping. Is a procedure used by aircraft in certain emergency situations before return to airport shortly after takeoff or before landing short of the intended destination to reduce the aircraft's weight. That makes sense. Huh. There's apparently been a lot of issues. Uh, they didn't really go into what, but uh, the crew has been in space for 200 days or without, almost 200 days. Without working toilets. Well, no, I don't know about that. Uh, Get them the fuck down. It's crazy that like it's not huge news that people go into space anymore because I do not remember seeing any coverage about people going into space. There are launches all the time now. With people in them? Yeah. SpaceX has been doing their trials and shit. They've got rockets that will land uh, in, like upright instead of either being a shuttle or just fucking burning up and being a one-time use. I hate the idea you know, of space travel currently being a private endeavor. You know it's really very frustrating, right? Like it, That should not be limited to one group or one single person. Like If we're going to get off the planet, it needs to be openly available. So I saw 
a snippet of young Sheldon. Oh, no. I... Sheldon's in a classroom, <laughs> and this guy from NASA comes in and is, like, talking to them. And he, Sheldon asks him a question. He's like, why don't you make this a non-single-use thing? Why don't you make it land? Like, like yeah, Elon like SpaceX, SpaceX has been doing. And the guy's like, well, it's not possible. So then Sheldon comes up with the math that proves that it is possible and takes it to NASA and shows it to them. And they're like, well, this is great, but the technology doesn't exist to do this. And Sheldon's like, young Sheldon's like, oh, so I'm ahead of my time. Well, thanks for your time. You have a great day. And then in the next scene, it's like a, 20 years later or whatever, and Elon Musk has young Sheldon's journal and is like reading through it and hiding it because he stole yeah. the ability. Just like uh, uh, Albert Einstein. Just like, well, did Albert Einstein steal? From his wife. It's largely thought that she had a role in uh, his I mean, like any famous series. person, their partner definitely contributed to something. Yeah. Half the half the goal of solving a problem is you sometimes have to talk it through. Have someone to bounce your ideas off of. Because like one, one person is just like, you are an island in the sense that you have all the resources within contained in yourself and you got to get new things in there in order for it to not just be a barren wasteland. Cross-pollination of thought. <laughs> yeah, interesting way to put it. Well, I mean, if a flower self-replicates, it will just be too susceptible to disease and environmental change. Half the goal of cross-pollination and, like, just DNA exchange in general is to create a more survivable, viable offspring. I just realized I that plants way. can self-pollinate. Yeah. Like, that, that makes sense that it can happen. I just I just realized it. I am going to genetically engineer a plant that can self-pollinate and, or sorry, self-replicate and self-modify. It will become the ultimate plant organism. I thought you were going to say, I am going to make a plant that can self-replicate ants. And I was like, <laughs> why? You hate ants. <laughs> I created the ant flower. It produces ants at alarming rates. They will soon take over the world. There are all, ants. There are already more ants on Earth than there are humans. Yeah, and we can double that number. We just have to fucking keep <laughs> that's right, viewers. Ants. Make sure keep calling the number you see on the screen right now, so you can donate if just a few thousand more dollars, and you can help us build the ant armies to take over Earth. And just just to be clear, we're not asking for donations. We don't accept donations. We don't make any money from this podcast. I don't have a bell sound. We did it. One generous donation from Elon Musk has allowed us to fund our research into the ant plant. Muskrat. TMCR. Muskrat. And then you hear a knock at the door, and it's just like a men in suits with glasses, and like, give it to us. I give what to you? I, the ant plant. Give us the ant plant. Ah, uh, that doesn't sound like anything. That like I don't know what that is. That is that a joke? Because it doesn't. Give us mean, the ant plant. We know Elon is funding you. I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> they take the ant plant. Do you, ever, do you guys ever think about how there are plants who the species that would pollinate them, the species is dead, but like the plant continues because something new has found its the way to do that, like avocados and Joshua trees. They're just uh, creating new contracts with new workers as yeah, they see yeah, fit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and ginkgo trees. Like, I'm pretty sure ginkgos, ginkgo trees were pollinated by a beetle that doesn't exist anymore. What do you think, John Lennon? John Lennon. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> John Lennon pollinated ginkgo trees. What do you think will replace those uh, wasps that that make that that one pair or what a fig? It's a fig. That make it right. What do you think will replace those? I don't know. If wasps are ever fucking gonna go away. Me. And that's Dan just crawls Dave, into your fucking Dave, fig tree every Dave. year. <laughs> I get my fingers in there. <laughs> Dade lovingly pollinates all figs now. Well, someone's got to do it. While Dade pollinates your figs, we're going to go ahead and throw on the next music segment. I, I'm going to be honest and say that I kind of have a loose understanding of what pollination and stuff is anymore. Like, I haven't been in a biology class or an earth science class in a really long time. So are you saying it's going to take you a little bit of time to pollinate people's figs? Yes. Um, and so also, there's going to be a fig newton shortage. Yeah, but I think we can all agree that's not a bad thing. Some fig newtons are good. I just wish there were no seeds in them. Well, I also wish there weren't any wasps in them. But now... Get ready for the song Universal Limits by Small Town Titans, a band out of Whoops. Philadelphia. Nashville, Tennessee. Not Nashville. I know it's not Nashville. Um, Small Town Titans is a band Oregon. and they are from a state in Most definitely. the stop, United States. Stop licking that pizza plate. <laughs> that rhymed. Mars. Stop licking that pizza plate. Damn. Small Town Titans, York, Pennsylvania. I was right. Nice. Pennsylvania. I'm pretty sure you said Philadelphia. But Damn it, you're right. I did. I was wrong. As I do a little. It's me, your definitely Android phone's Google Assistant. Thanks for checking out Stuck in a Corner on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcasting platforms. Now back to the show. And we're back. It is Stuck in a Corner, the show that you know and love, playing hit tunes like Hamster Wheel from Good Terms out of Los Angeles, California. Now, they are touring now. Oh, um, good for them. They spent yeah. a lot of time in the studio making Double music cheer. videos, and now they are on tour, and they're really successful. Check out your friendly Ooh. neighborhood emo band uh, on Facebook, Spotify, all those good places. So I had uh, a game, uh, a thing that oh, I sweet. thought we might enjoy doing. A video game? Not a video game. Oh. A uh, Just a game. Uh, Adrian, you need to... <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out, but like, you called, like, like I, was, made it worse. I, I meant to say like you need to get like a glass of water or something. Like that's, that wasn't really. Sorry. Like, do you, are, are you good? <laughs> are you need a question? Is that what you meant? That's yes. <laughs> so what's the game? The game is an improv game, uh, the ABC game. You've all heard it. You know, I love it. Um, it's you're given a scene, and then we go in order. Uh, one of us starts with A, and then the next person in order will go to the letter B, and the line that you say in the scene has to start with that letter. Okay. Okay. And it's the not scene, one word. Not one word. Okay. It's a sentence. Your sentence has to start with the letter that you're on. So if I was on A, I would say something that starts with A. Okay. Um, and then it would go around. And the scene that I had for us was we oh. are raccoons who have found the best trash ever. Okay. Who's going to go first? Um, you should have to. Okay. I can go first. I'm about to watch a disaster happen. Not this game, but Jupiter's at the top of a very, very rickety pile of pillows. She'll be fine. And I'm waiting for her to fall down. And it's going to be hilarious. All Damn right. it! <laughs> so are you guys ready to play? You want to play this game? Yes. Yeah. All right. Who's going to go after me? I'll go after you. Okay. Alas, there's the trash pile. But Randy, we can't. It's too much. Clearly, you are underestimating our abilities. Don't you ever underestimate our trash finding abilities and not our eating abilities either. Every time we find more, I can't. It's too much. Fuck you and your inabilities. <laughs> Great. Apparently, my name's Randy in this one. 
Help me! I'm falling, I can't stand up! I don't know how you fell down! You you were just walking, you didn't trip over anything! Jesus, Jebediah, let's just jump and get onto the giant pile of trash. Uh, knife wound! Not tripping! Knife wound! Listen. <laughs> you can't keep imagining knives! There maybe, are no knives! Maybe we should take you back to that doctor, or- No, no, no! One way in, one way out. Please, can we just eat the trash? I see, like, a whole pizza there. Quickly, quickly, I need help. Rushing won't get you anywhere. Safety, safety is over there. Buy that pizza. Trash. Food. Wealth. For nothing. I'm bleeding out on this cold concrete. Um, um, Devin, that's just a ketchup packet. You just got a paper cup from a ketchup packet. Vexing. This is very vexing because all I want is that pizza on the hill and my name is Randy. Wait. Jebediah. I was Jebediah. Who is... Xerxes Devin the Fourth. <laughs> Your name is not Jebediah. Uh, Zebra head go. Wait, do I, uh, I think I skipped a W. No, I said W. Wait. Uh, yeah, that was it. We got it. We got where, through the Where do I go? Where do I go? Oh shit. But that means I lost. You were Y. Yeah. I was Y. I know. That was pretty good. <laughs> I liked that a lot. That was really fun. That's yeah, funny. I figured that you guys would enjoy that. That was. That was actually, I feel like a good story. There. Yeah, I, I, we were playing our roles. That was yeah. I like that you had a random aside in which you realized that your name is Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, I'm named Randy. I'm in this Randy one. in this one. <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry, I only had the one. No, no, you're fine, you're fine. I was gonna say, um, people are shooting each other with Orbeez. That's, That's a really interesting segue. Like a wet Orby? Or, also, co-worker, <laughs> I was talking about dry and wet Bowser today, um, with a co-worker, Not and- again. Uh, no, 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 and they texted their brother, um, the fact that I brought up wet Bowser, and the brother implied that the existence of dry Bowser and the existence of wet Bowser implies a median of moist Bowser. <laughs> I like this brother. Who is this brother character? I don't know. Can we meet this NPC? <laughs> Hello. Moist, bro mo moist brother? Moist, moist brother. brother. Moist brother. <laughs> if you say his name three times, he appears moist brother. brother moist. But only if you stand in a bathroom with the lights off after running a hot shower for as long as your water heater can stay. With a candle. Yes, lit. yes, yeah, it needs some or kind like of one of those, um, like, wax melty cubes. Sensi? Yeah, Sensi. Yeah. You just hold a Sensi in your hand. <laughs> light it on fire. By the light of this <laughs> wax melty cube, we shall summon... Moist Brother! Moist Brother, Moist Brother, Moist Brother, Moist Brother, Moist Brother. Oh, fuck, he's here! <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like Bubble Boy from SpongeBob. <laughs> Hello! Oh, wait, that was more like the TV announcer. That's more like Plankton. Well, so, uh, or was it Bubble Bob? Is it amazing? I'm thinking about? Bubble Buddy. Bubble Buddy! That guy. He doesn't he, really talk, except for... And he does sound like that whenever he finally does talk. He, witnesses a, he commits a murder. No, he doesn't commit a murder. It's he a murder by proxy. He watched someone die and did he not allowed save them. them to die. That is he not made a choice murder. on this trolley problem, and therefore, murder. Like, he taught me how to see high tide! He showed me, <laughs> showed me high, high tide! tide. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you would need to be taught to see something. Um, well, you That's have a, you to know. learn to see past the uh, matrix and to see the real thing there. Oh, damn. Are you red-pilled? You ever think about how, like, you ever think about when children are first going to talk and their, and their words just come out, like, all breathy and rushed? And I did not realize for a long time that it's because it's kind of taken all of their brain power to make a sentence. And I love that because I've reverted back to that state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then they have to breathe super hard. I was like, um. That's just a person yeah. who's run to a location. Yeah, but, like, every child is that. So Because every child is running to every location. That is true. This kid came into you know, my job today with his parents. It was like, yes. it was like a three-year-old, four-year-old yes. kid. And you fucking cut them in half. I did. You hate children. Um, but, so it, the kid was very sweet and cute and funny, like all around good kid. Um, and he found a poker chip and that and he was like, I want this. And they let him, and their parents were like, whatever, you can buy it. And I had to like find a price for it, whatever. And they left. Wouldn't and you? then come back, like, like they left. And me and my coworkers just like went about our day. And then, like five or six minutes later, the dad comes busting back in with him. He's like, I'm so sorry. We're like, what? He's like, my son stole this. And he holds up this uh, uh, radio. It's like an FM radio. Oh. Or not an FM radio, a Bluetooth like speaker. Yeah. And he's like, I, he like just put it in the bottom of the cart and. Yeah, whenever we were taking it out, he was like, oh yeah, my thing. And like, no, you can't have this. And I was just like, damn. That kid was, I mean, he could have gotten away with it. We didn't know. If it weren't we were for just, those meddling parents. He would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those meddling parents. Dante's freaking the fuck out right now. I'm just watching it happen. Dante is my cat. And he is, and both of my cats hated me today. Uh, just a silly goofy I ran out of food last night and then I wasn't able to get them food until like today. And they went a whole like, 12 hours without getting fed, and it was and, like, the end of for, like, the world for them. It's just the worst. They it, can't withstand it. They couldn't survive. The they, food bolts, like, does not stay empty either, so it's like, it's not that going for one day will hurt them. I promise that these cats are fed constantly. And not even, not even to an overeating degree. We feed them, like, quarter to, like, maybe third of a bowl at a time, and it always is full. No one's and asking for scream. justifications. No one's asking for you to... If you I feel am this, asking for justifications. Me! You're projecting. Samurai Abe Lincoln. You're projecting. Samurai Abe Lincoln. You, um, you've got nothing to worry about. That's my name. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Fox. Sorry. No, I didn't have anything. Oh, okay. I, I was, I was winging it. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. No, you don't. You don't have anything to prove. It's okay. Abe. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I did the thing the other day. Um, I, I pulled the trigger and backed Brandon Sanderson's Kickstarter. That's right. Right, you did. Uh, so much money. Six hundred and twenty dollars poorer I am, and a year's worth of dopamine hopefully will be supplied to my door through twenty twenty three. God, I wish that was two hundred dollars less, so it'd be a funny number. Ah oh, man, could have been four twenty. Four twenty. Could have been. So Brandon Sanderson is awesome though. Like, did you see? You saw the thing he did. You saw the thing. Oh he yeah, did. that's right. That's he pretty, went through. Yeah. That's pretty cool. To every Kickstarter that was safe for work and not malevolent and was about 
publishing a book and backed it. And if it was close enough to where he could fund it, funded it. For everything it came up to 78 different projects that he backed and funded. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's 78 authors who just got their careers like kickstarted, greenlit by Brandon Sanderson. By Brandon fucking Sanderson. Bestseller, huge. Like, yeah, that's really cool. Do you know how much the thing is at now? You said like 33 million. The 34 million, 333,000, and it just went up to $218. Just went up to 890. I don't want a life counter. <laughs> just went up to 334,000. That man has more money than I ever will see in my lifetime. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god, dude. And, I, and he's just a normal guy. This is one of the most legitimate like ways I've ever seen it happen too, because it's just a guy who wrote a book who's like, hey, five, give me money, five books, and he's like, oh, give me money for it, and I'll print them. And people collectively were like, yeah, okay, and gave him money for it. It's just like the critical role thing. And so yeah, they're I, just completely funded by their audience, and it's like. I've been watching uh, some of his YouTube videos because apparently he has a huge YouTube channel. Like he's got like 300,000 followers. Mm. Like, and I guess that's not huge. But like, yeah, small potatoes compared to uh, like, like Mr. E. Plier more than like Gammy Grumps. More than I've ever had. Um, sure. And Same. he has like all of his staff like in his videos or like they are. I'm pretty sure that he takes care of his employees. I'm yeah. um, like nothing about this man seems negative. All of his friends and guests that I've seen on there also seem like really cool, positive, creative people. Uh, and like some of his podcasts, he started because like I have to sit here and sign all of these copies of books. <laughs> these so novels. while I'm doing it, my friend said he would sit with me and we could just talk. About oh, stuff. woe is me. I must sign these portraits made of my dick. I what? must have company. What? I don't know. I just wanted something that was like self-important and pompous. I was making a joke that like, oh. Arthritis. Arthritis. But he, was, he, sit- <laughs> he seriously will sit there with a stack of, of uh, papers, yeah. sign through them, and then after he's done, someone will bring him another stack and take the other one away. And he can, and there's like 48 episodes of this podcast that that's all he does is sign fucking... I would love to listen to the Spotify version of that where you just hear like... The light scritching on yeah. paper. I'm a marker. Well, so episode one doesn't have any video. I haven't seen past episode one. I saw like the last episode and the first episode and so, nothing in between. Do you hear the... Yeah, you can hear him. So. He's got condenser mic. Not condenser microphone. Make his funny condenser is the opposite of what we're doing. Yeah, this yeah. Is dynamic. He's got condenser microphone. This is dynamic, which means that I can go away like this. Goodbye. And I'm back. Hello. Goodbye, <laughs> Goodbye uh, forever. No, Abe, Abe Lincoln, come back. When were you trained? <laughs> How old were you when you trained? To be a samurai, samurai Abe Lincoln. 36. 36. Whenever. How old was it whenever Abe Lincoln died? We don't need to back check that right so now. So someone please back check what he was looking at at the theater. Otherwise, I will start what? talking about uh, how wild Repo the Genetic Opera is and how much play? I love it. Oh man, Repo is so good. Repo is so good. Yeah, we watched that the other night. Real Black Mirror, but just if you put it mixed with steampunk Victorian vibes. Love it so much. I would fight into my organs. It's, I would not. No, you would. He was watching Our American Cousin. Dumb shit. I'm worried, actually. I'm fearful of that. <laughs> what does that mean? That's the name of a play, Our American Cousin. What does cousin. that mean? Oh. He was watching what Cats. Was that about? <laughs> I don't know. Just, hold on. How did he do that? How did he write the play before he was born? T.S. Eliot. Thank you. How did T.S. Eliot write the play before he was born? Well, T.S. Eliot wrote the poem that the, that the two lines in the movie, the play Cats, is based off of from Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I am not joking. This is based off of two lines in a T.S. Eliot poem. How did Android. Android? <laughs> Android, <laughs> Android. Android Lloyd Webber is a joke that some fucking Futurama episode has made. <laughs> How did he go back in time and write the play before he was born? Our American Cousin is a three act play by English playwright Tom Taylor. It is a farce featuring awkward, boorish American Asa Trenchard who is introduced to his aristocratic English relatives when he goes to England to claim the family estate. Esau? Asa. That's a name. Asa. 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 Asa Trenchard. That's a cool name. It's mine now. It doesn't exist anymore. I've eaten it. Trenchard. Yeah, I remember Trenchard. No, Trenchard. You have to say it like it's a part of my name. Trenchard. Trenchard. Yeah, of course. Trenchard. What does Trenchard do? What's Trenchard's IVs look like? Trenchard. Trenchard is a fire type Pokemon. It is the cousin of Chimchar, and he is green. So grass fire. Yes, he's a grass fire type Pokemon. I want one. That is some bad defensive matchup. Do you know what Swiss Chard looks like? Swiss cheese. No. Close enough? No. What is Swiss chard? It's kind of like a rhubarb. What is rhubarb? It's like celery, but if it had a leaf. <laughs> What's celery? <laughs> celery does have leaves. Uh, it's essentially like the chewing gum of plants. <laughs> you mean the, the gum tree? It's the chewing tobacco of plant. You mean chewing tobacco? <laughs> but sorry, it's what was the thing that I asked first that you said was like rhubarb? Swiss chard. Swiss chard. What is that? It is a plant that What's you can it? eat. Ah, I'm looking it up right now. You can eat rainbow. Oh, okay. It looks like a, a green of some kind. You can, they make rainbow. Well, they don't make, but rainbow <laughs> chard does grow. I did not know chard was a thing until I watched various episodes of Chopped. Thanks, Chopped, for expanding my world of knowledge of food that I probably won't eat. You know what I'd like to try, but probably never will? Beef heart. Nope. That's me what I want to do. Ambergris. You disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> Ambergris eggs is a thing. You like a fucking breakfast. disgust me. Yeah, I'm going to eat. That's whale fat, I'm going right? to eat. Uh, Ambergris is vomit. No. Okay, so what it is, is uh, something will get stuck inside of their like, throat, and like whale fat will build up around it <laughs> like until, they, pearl of a whale. until they spit it out. Awful. It's, it's used it's, to make perfume. It's used nope. to make perfume, oh, and yeah, it right, was it eaten in the past. And now it's illegal to have and harvest. I would love to have a fucking... That makes me happy. <laughs> I would love to have bee eggs and essentially eau de toilette as a shot. <laughs> sure. No. What? That's a shot. That's a bee eggs. What are the bee eggs from? Where, is that? Where are you getting that? I thought you said ambergris eggs, and so I thought, what's another egg? Do bees lay? I'm sure they do. Insects lay eggs. Hmm. One bee, no, one hashtag, bee lays an egg in a hive. Hashtag not all insects. Hashtag down with sis. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a, it's a made up story from Tumblr about like, I was walking with my friends and these people came along in a bus that just said down with sis and came out wearing down with sis bus shirts on, came out and started beating me and my friend up. My friend got beaten pretty badly, but I was able to fight them off. I took him away and my arm was broken and I was a number. It was just like some uh, anti-trans really person. Happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this really happened. Like the Raylo mom. <laughs> it's another one you don't know mommy, about. I mean, mommy. A Raylo, I mean, 
Uh, it's like a woman who, I don't know, was wearing like a Raylo t-shirt or some shit. Was at like a bookstore or something. And like a teenage girl supposedly came up to her and was like, I dare you ship Raylo. Like, and then the mom came up behind the teenager and like slapped her across the back of the head and was like, shut up. And, by the way, I ship Raylo as well. Who's Raylo again? I don't know what it's you're talking about. Like, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. Ben Solo. On a scale of one to ten. Right, Kylo Ren. Yeah, okay, that's what it's, I thought. It's yeah. utter nonsense. That's what I thought. Because I remember people shipping them. And then it actually happened and I was really upset. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Wait, did they? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, they really? Oh, okay, I really fucked? Well, no. yeah. Yes. Jesus uh, no, Christ. Kylo Ren, he kissed her to save her life. And then turned to dust. And then she kissed him and it didn't work or something like that. Oh, he turned to dust or something. Yeah, sure. he dies. He gives his life to save hers. It's a dumbest shit pairing. And also she's a Skywalker. Oh. So wait, no, she's a Palpatine. That she's a Palpatine. I was about to say, if she's a Skywalker, that means they're like cousins. She's they, are, a they would be cousins. She is a, she's not a Palpatine. Her parents were slaves to Palpatine. And then he was like... <laughs> that's a pretty accurate Palpatine. That's my Palpatine impersonation. Hey, uh, is this a bit you're doing? Are we cool? I'm gonna sit here and hear my tiny wing butt. Dead! You should be. Have you seen Spaceballs? Yes, yes I know It's been a while. It's been a long it's a, time. It's a Rick Moranis film. I love Rick Moranis. Yeah. He, he plays, plays Darth whatever the fuck yeah. Darth. Ah, Darth Darth. He plays Darth Darth. Is it Darth Darth? Or no, it, Darth Helmet. Darth Helmet. He plays Darth Helmet. <laughs> yeah, Darth um, Helmet. Okay, so... Father. <laughs> when can I go out on my own? When can I be on my own? So there's another movie. So Star Wars parody? No, not another Star Wars oh, parody. Another no, another movie that I was going to ask if you've seen. John Dies at the End. Have you seen that movie? I've, I've read seen, one of the books. I've seen I've seen most of John Tucker Must Die. <laughs> is it the same movie? It's not the same movie, no. <laughs> I like to think it is. <laughs> John Tucker Must Die is just the addendum to it's John a, Dies at the End. John Tucker Must Die is a prequel to John Dies at the End. Because he first must die in order to die. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'm right. Have you seen that movie called Let's no, but I did just put my boss's phone number on my phone as Dark Souls boss. <laughs> Why is he a Dark Souls boss? Because <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> do you have to dodge roll when you talk to him? No, I just thought it was funny. I feel like Adrian, are you in danger? No. That'd be great if you did have to dodge roll. And also, how do you get iframes? I what? get iframes when I'm using the steamer. Invincibility frames. It's a period of, of time, a segment of frames in your animation where you can't be hit. Yeah. I just, like, I do this, and then, like, in parentheses, <laughs> shakes body. And then I, that's how I get it. Brackets. No. <laughs> Asterises crushes Asterises? my head with yeah. Asterises crushes my head with a. Is it Asterises or is it Asterix? Asterix, Asterix is, is the star of a French comic. Asterix is the, is a single star. Asterix is a plural. Is plural. Are you sure it's not just Asterix? Um, Asterix, I'm, I'm becoming eighty percent sure. I'm telling you, Asterix is a French comic Viking character. Asterisk. Asterisk. Comma to the top. No hurdy. Comma to the top once again. No hurdy. What? Yeah, that's how I get my iframes. Is comma to comma to the top. No hurdy. Comma to the top. Not an apostrophe. It's what with this an S. It's asterisk and asterisk. <laughs> comma to the top. It's God's comma. <laughs> The comma that that reigns on high. The comma, the divine comma. I was comma. so focused on figuring out asterisks or asterises and didn't know. I came into God comma and I just. Well, I mean, because consider this matrix matrices. I mean, I get why you feel this way. But vertex asterisk vertices. is actually spelled asterisk. It's A S T E R I S K. No, A S T E R I X asterisk. That's not correct. A S S T R I X. That is the new accepted way to spell asterisk. Asterisk. S H comma to the top of dynasty. Asterisk, otherwise known as working the corner. Asterisk. Yeah, I guess you could call me uh, a linguist of the night. <laughs> I know some asterisks. <laughs> oh, man. So if you have anything at all, uh, fair listener, that you would like us to talk about on the show, what you need to do is you need to email us at corner with fox 7 at gmail.com. That's two X's, not one, not three, two. Get it right, two X's. I, I haven't been getting your emails. I think it's because you're doing too many X's. Too or many asterisks. Too many asterisks. <laughs> yeah, there are no asterisks. No, no commas There the are top. no asterisks. There are no god commas. <laughs> there is an at symbol at gmail.com. Uh, so, you know, if you could just shoot us an email. Uh, and, you know, if you want to play your music on stuckinthecorner.com, that's also the email that you would uh, Email. If you know whoever is behind the mass abduction of humans from the Plainton, Wyoming area, please contact me at aliensareal two three four six seven seven at gmail.com. Is this a genuine thing? Huh? Is this a is this real? Thing? Sorry, I blacked out for a second. I don't know what. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> uh, make sure. Did you say follow us? Because they should follow us. If you didn't say they should follow us, they should follow us. I mean, I didn't say they should follow us because I assumed or hoped or wanted or yearned for them to already be following us. Stop following us. <laughs> no, don't listen to Samurai Abraham Lincoln. Stop following us. <laughs> I, where are you from? Samurai Abraham Lincoln. There's an island in the middle between Japan and Texas. <laughs> yes. Okay, so there is. I was I was born from the Devil's Cigar Mushroom, which is, as we all know, is only found in parts of North Texas and Japan. Oh, of course. I did not know that. I travel between Texas and Japan via fax machines connected to these mushrooms. Yeah. Because as we all know, fax my, machines run through the mushroom mycelia. Fax machines run through mushrooms, and mushrooms are the largest living organism. Yeah, of course. All of our telecommunications go through the root networks that mushrooms and trees are connected to. I go through the root net. I see. Well, you've heard of the internet, but have you heard of the undernet? Get down with the rootnet. I have heard of an undercut. That's um, when you um, make someone else's accomplishments look lesser compared to your own, right? I was talking about the haircut. Um, have I've you heard, heard of under oath? I've heard of undertail. I've heard of under toe. Uh, um, underwear. Underwear. Under here? Under there. Under where? I just made you say underwear. Ha, 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 ha. 
What are we? What is this? What are we devolving into? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Devolve into not, these nuts. It's not ten o'clock yet, but I'm honestly, I, I'm, I'm feeling a sign off. I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is a really good place to end for the night. Okay, yeah. that sounds good to me. Um, wait, so, wait, can I? Okay, hold on. I do want to hit you with one last thing. Okay, I'll hit you with it. The Dutch vow to egg Jeff Bezos's yacht if a bridge is dismantled to let his boat pass. Good. So apparently, oh, I remember this. Apparently, Jeff Bezos would like the city of Rotterdam to disassemble a bridge locally known as De Hef, um, or Don Hef, depending on how it is pronounced. Um, it is Dutch after all. Uh, calling all Rotterdammers. Take a box of rotten eggs with you, and let's throw them en masse at Jeff's super yacht when it sails through the Hef in Rotterdam. Root organizer Pablo uh, Stroerman. Uh, Stro uh, I can't remember how to pronounce O with a new one. That's pretty cool. Um, they should absolutely Stroerman. throw eggs at him. Are, is, So they are going to dismantle the bridge? Uh, well, potential disassembly. Uh, it's, a, it's an old bridge. It is a piece of history. It's a landmark. Unconfirmed. Uh, spokesperson Nettie Cross told the CBC that the applicant, quote-unquote, would cover the cost of the project, but did not clarify whether that refers to the yacht's owner, the shipbuilder, or both. All right, so here's the thing. Let's just take it out of the water. And drive it. I feel like it'd be less expensive for just Bezos to just get like a couple of cargo planes to lift his yeah. stupid ass dump. Like a goddamn set of the, helicopters. Like his, yeah, his, no, lift no. his dumb bitch boat over the bridge. What they would need, I think, would be uh, those airplanes that can go up and down like helicopters do. I like the cargo. Yeah, the cargo planes that they use in war movies. Or or they could full on ship a Theseus this where they take apart his boat on one side and put it back together on the other side of the bridge, but is it the same boat? He's still the same dumb shit, so yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rotterdammers, I have an invention for you, and I call it the Gatling Egg Launcher 9000. I'll be posting the schematics on my Reddit. Uh, you can find me at r slash egg weaponry. Um, and cosmetics. Uh, Fucking looking that shit up right now. Doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> the schematics, the full schematics, which can be 3D printed using your average 3D printer and eggs sourced from your local market uh, will be found there and on my thepiratebay.org uh, depository. Depository. Nope, that's not what I said. Uh, I should have said repository. It's depository. Depository. Um, and also it will be in the flash drive that I have embedded in the brick on the corner of 13th and 5th. That is also a suppository. You can find the schematics for a potato gun anywhere on the internet. Yeah, but this one is a specially designed egg gatling gun. So it has the same technology that makes the inside of Golden Retriever's mouth so soft. It does, and it rotates them at high velocities. Mm. It's not a. That's the thing is that it's not like gas powered it's not pressure powered gas powered it's, it's, it's rotating it has like a cylinder that then releases and flings the egg forward gas faster than stick. pressure could launch it gas powered stick. well while you ponder how you may throw your eggs at jeff bezos take a listen to the last song of the night by all psych uh, and the song is called hey guys this is fox evans and you're not listening to music right now but one thing you can do is if you make music and you want to be featured in this section what you can do is email us at stuck in a corner with fox evans at gmail.com so that you can have your music featured on our live website and on our soundcloud whenever we put our uh, episodes there